What if your husband doesn't have to change for you to have a wonderful marriage? I'm Charlotte Shields, founder of Charlotte Shields Coaching. I thought my husband needed to change in order for me to be happy and feel good. If you haven't noticed, trying to change husbands does not work. You don't have to feel lonely, stuck, or just plain bored anymore. I have real answers of how to elevate your miserable, mediocre, or even marvelous marriage. I believe in marriage miracles. Why, you might ask? Because I got my miracle. My marriage was miserable, and now it's amazing. I know you can have the marriage you're craving. I'm going to take you behind the scenes in creating your marriage miracle. It's simple, but it's not easy. Nothing worth having ever is. So stick around. I'll make sure you learn what it takes to create the marriage you've always hoped for. Hey, y'all. We're so excited that you're here. Jeff, especially. Oh, yeah. Super excited. (laughs) Guess what, guys? It snowed yesterday. My favorite thing ever. I got to sit and watch it come down. And I absolutely love it. The first snow is the best. And then after that, it's still awesome. But I just love sitting watching it come down. So that's what's happening in our neck of the woods. I wrangled Jeff into coming on here and talking about our marriage, his very favorite thing. And so uh, can you introduce our family just a teeny bit before we get going? So we have five kids. Uh, We've been married for 25 years. Uh, We live in Utah and um, we uh, have some animals. We have a little bit of land, have a few goats. I've been getting lots of raspberries, which I really enjoy. We have a nice raspberry patch, but um, yeah, that's pretty much us us in a little, little nutshell. Yep, so we love life. We used to not. Um, Jess gonna talk to that about how you we were having a really rough time and what do you think was the roughest part for you? Uh, let's see. Well, it's just seemed like at one point we had hit a really low spot and we weren't getting along, I would say at all, really. Um, at one point I even considered maybe moving out, looking for an apartment. So it was pretty low. We were, we were definitely struggling. We were at a very, very low point and things we're not looking good. And I remember just feeling a lot of hopelessness. I really didn't know how to make things get better. And I really thought it, it could end at, you know, any time at that point. Yeah. I think I felt the same. We just mm-hmm. didn't know which way to go. And we've been to all this counseling and you're like, if that's not working and it's making it worse, then what is left? Yeah. What have we got left? I remember going to one counseling session and feeling like worse than ever afterward and mm-hmm. feeling like there was no hope we were truly in a you know a dead end situation and I, I really didn't have any thought we were going to be able to figure it out yeah it was rough and that's why I just love coaching which I was finally introduced to after a ton of counseling because counseling is more like you just tell you go back to the past and say everything that's going wrong and coaching is more solution-based. Like here we are, can't change the past. 
So we can worry about the present and the future and that's all we can do really. And so I think it was great when we quit like attacking each other in counseling sessions, <laughs> like this is what you do wrong. This is what you do wrong. And it, we came back feeling pretty awful every time. At least I did. Yeah. I would I, leave feeling way more hopeless. I would agree with that. Yeah. It was not helping. <laughs> it was not helping at all. No. And so I hear you saying that it, you felt a lot of despair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Things, things were not good. And I really was in a very dark spot and really felt uh, no direction, even after going to the counseling and trying different things. I really felt like I had no idea what to do, how to fix things, and that it wasn't even fixable. Yeah. So I think a really important reason why we're here, he, like we decide it's very, it's hard to do this, to talk about your marriage and that it wasn't good, especially in our culture of the church. I feel like everybody acts like everything's fine when it's not. And so we kind of want to change that perception that like now that I do marriage coaching, I feel like everyone comes to me and says, this is going on, this is going on, this is going on. And no one feels free to talk about it. And we just want to, to be a voice for marriage is going to have issues and there are ways to, to do those issues that are so much better than others. And so let's figure out what they are. So what changed? When did you, this heavy, like stress, tense time start to change or what made it change? What do you think? I would say I just noticed subtle things at first. It wasn't instantaneous, like a light switch flipped, but I just felt all of a sudden like there was hope again. And that's, that meant so much that we were actually maybe heading in a good direction rather than, than the other way. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was subtle though. I just think you had started working with life coaching and I don't think I even knew what you were doing, but something changed in our relationship. It felt different. Like all of a sudden you were acting in a different way and I could sense it and things weren't perfect, but changes were being made and things were getting better slowly. So that's a question. Did, did I even tell you I was doing life coaching? Cause I don't think we had a conversation for a while. Yeah. I think our communication was, was poor at that point. I, <laughs> I think, and I don't think you had said you were doing life coaching for a while. And so I wasn't sure what was going on, but I did notice changes and it definitely turned things around and we started heading in, in a much better direction once that had started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that happens. You start to feel a shift. You're not even sure it's going to stick or you're probably curious as to what's going on. But then what did you feel like made it better? Like for you? I think when we were in a really low spot, I had just felt like I could never say or do anything right. And that everything I did, I was being criticized for, or, uh, you know, I just felt like everything was a mistake. And then once things changed, I felt 
like you appreciated me more and that I was your friend again and that we were um, basically getting more on the same team where before we were basically on different teams altogether. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it just felt, felt like I was more appreciated and uh, loved by you again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when did, do you remember when you first heard anything about life coaching at all? Uh, I remember you mentioning that you were doing some life coaching and that you had learned some principles that were helping you and that you had been interested in sharing those with me at some point. And uh, I guess that's when I realized that you were working on something that was actually helping us. And so I became more interested in looking into it myself because I had seen you changing and and I think when you started changing it started to change me kind of without even me knowing because when you were acting differently I started to act differently too mm -hmm. toward you and so can you talk to that like about I feel kind of like unhappiness in marriage is contagious mm -hmm. and that happiness starts to be can get contagious and so what what are your thoughts on that well, I think when you were unhappy, I felt unhappy. And that old saying is happy wife, happy life. I think it's totally true because if you aren't happy, then I wasn't happy. And once things started to change, um, I mean, it automatic, it was contagious. It really was. I, I felt much better uh, when you started feeling better. And so I think it really is a principle that if, if you're unhappy, it rubs off on other people. And if you're happy, it rubs off on other people too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think part of my thing was, I just thought if I was unhappy, it was your fault. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're, he's doing everything wrong. And that's why I was unhappy. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even get the part that this had everything to do with me. And I'm the only one who can make myself happy. And to kind of take a step back and be like, so what even makes me happy? Because I've been wifing and mothering for so long and like worrying about other people. I've totally forgotten what I even, what makes me happy. And so do you remember, I mean, I was really worried when I started trying to figure out what made me happy. And I remember that I wanted to do that master gardening class and it was three hours or four hours a night or something. And I'm like, I don't know if I can give myself permission to go to this class um, ask him to watch the kids. It's not even church related. And I asked you and you were like, of course go, you know, mm -hmm. and you started seeing that made me happy. And then you can like everything I was figuring out, like, I would love to start, you know, getting curious about doing plants and you were all on board to help me with that and put up shelves and let's get grow lights and so tell me a little bit about that. Like what's going through your head? Cause I thought I'm being selfish and I'm spending money on things and, and we have, you know, money goals and why would I think that this is okay? Or, you know, the time away from the kids and having you do them or, um, spending money on stuff. That's kind of maybe frivolous. Like what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I just, I just want to know what was going through your head, I guess. Yeah. I felt like, for so long, you had 
dedicated everything towards everyone but yourself and for you to have an interest in plants and seeing you get excited about it it made me feel good that you had something that was bringing you joy and so I I realized it was going to be a time commitment for you but uh, seeing you get excited about it and that was contagious too I started getting excited for you and was happy you found something that you you enjoyed and so I think it was just good to see you kind of break out of your shell and do something for yourself once in your life because it had been so long with little kids and mothering and all the things that running the home requires and everything you you deserve to do something for yourself and I was glad you found something that that was helping you find some joy and excitement and uh so yeah did it kind of feel I don't know I'm not trying to put words in your mouth but it make you feel like you had permission to find your happiness and do things for yourself or no like yeah I think you already do that anyway um well I think around the same time I started taking a little class at the community college I was learning welding and so I was like I'm gonna do something for myself and so I started doing that and I think that kind of helped me find some some excitement and joy outside of the home which which I think I needed too and so I think both of us doing something for ourselves that brought us joy and happiness was was great for us and great for the marriage okay so I think the question on everyone's mind now is what did you do how did this change? How did it go from, we probably are going to get divorced to we're happier than ever. Like what, what is the, the secret besides um, going and taking classes? I mean, that's yeah. not just yeah. it, you it, know? That definitely wasn't, wasn't what saved our marriage or anything. It was just a little piece of it. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, when, when mm-hmm. I started noticing the changes in our marriage and that you were acting differently, you were less judgmental and less critical and that you were basically, I guess, staying in your own lane, not, not telling me what to do or acting like, uh, I was right. I'm right. always yeah. right. <laughs> control, trying to control know me. I'm always right, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> when you stop trying to control me so much or, uh, you know, criticize me for, for things, then I think I just stepped up and wanted to be a better husband and I wanted to please you more. And I wanted to do things that I knew would make you happy. And it, it started to feel more like when we were dating again, um, I felt like we were more excited to be with each other. We wanted to please each other and do the things that um, we knew would make each other happy. I think that's when things changed, when we, we started to genuinely appreciate each other more and, you know, be each other's friend again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think both of us, like you learn that what you focus on increases. And I think for a while there, we were focusing on everything that was not going right. Both of us. 
like what each of us was doing that was awful and the biggest pain in the world and we didn't want to deal with this person anymore kind of mm -hmm. thing don't you think it yeah. was like yeah. whatever we were focusing on was going to increase and it just kept increasing in the negative to the negative when it was like that mm -hmm. and that's what i feel like that what's the marriage coaching kept bringing up was like what's he doing wrong what are you doing wrong what makes you mad what makes him mad like what is so frustrating and and i just thought i mean half the time we'd go and I wouldn't even know you thought certain things till you said it to the counselor or the therapist. And I was like, oh, great. There's that. Did you ever feel like that? Like, I didn't even know that she, that he felt that way. Yeah. And I, I thought that that kind of approach made me want to look even more critically yeah. at you mm -hmm. and try to find even more things yeah, like, that, that well, I could, yeah. you know, say well, were bothering me yeah. or irritating me. Yeah. You're so, like, oh, well, she said that about me. Well, I'm going to come up with something yeah, about her, exactly. you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like, and so I love this approach of just like, um, well, I have to say just the aha moment for me when I realized not only was it not all your fault, this whole issue in our marriage, which I was sure it was, but when I figured out that your stuff is between you and God. And I have a million things to work on that, that are between me and God. And I'm just going to wor worry about that. And that's all I can do. And we can't change anything in the past. So we got to go forward. And so what can I do to be the very best version of myself, the best wife I can be, the best parent I can be? What does that look like? And just like you said, stay in my own boat. You're in your boat. I used to think we had to be in the same boat because we were married and so we're supposed to become one and i think that's a really bad thought yeah i think it needs to be the exact opposite like let's get in different boats and go in the same direction if you do things one way and i do things another way or you're sitting in the eddy back there and i'm sitting in the eddy over here it doesn't matter yeah i think that was a huge piece is that uh, before i felt like you were trying to control me and you wanted me to act in a certain way or do a certain thing or not do a certain thing. And um, once you let go of that control, I think that was huge yeah. that you were letting me be me and not expecting me to act or be a certain person. Mm -hmm. And then once, once you let go of that, I think that was one of the key pieces is that you let me just be myself, be who I am. And I think I wanted to act better once, you know, that I felt that freedom again before when I felt all restrained or controlled, then I wanted to act out even more, I think. Mm -hmm. And then once that was gone, I felt free and wanted to act better. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to be a better husband and a better person in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from this conversation, we're going to, and, but what do you think is like, what do you want to acknowledge yourself for in this, like our relationship? I've already acknowledged myself <laughs> for all my awesomeness. Yeah. We don't need to go there, mm -hmm. but like, what do you want to acknowledge yourself for doing in our marriage to help make it better before we get off? Um, hmm. I think just... 
realizing that, you know, I am my own person and that you are your own person. And that if we are, if I'm trying to turn you into someone that you're not, that's not going to work for you and vice versa. If you're trying to turn me into someone who I'm not, then, you know, I feel pigeonholed and forced into a, uh, an area that I don't want to be in. And so I just feel like if I want you to be you and that's why I love you. And that's why I married you in the first place is because of your great qualities. And I, if I want you to be someone different, that's never going to work. And so I think accepting you for who you are and realizing that we're different people and that we each have strengths and weaknesses and I'm going to love you for your strengths and put up with your weaknesses, put up with, the, with, with the weaknesses, basically. Um, I think that was key is just loving you for who you are and not trying to change you into someone that you're not. And just looking at all those strengths and appreciating them more was huge. I think just realizing what a wonderful person you were and seeing all the, the, the good qualities. And, you know, we all have our, our issues or weaknesses, but not, a, not dwelling on those, but rather looking at the good. And so I think that was a huge piece of this, this work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've often said in coaching, like, people are like, why is this happening? Or why is, and that's not the right question. Basically marriage is a PhD program in just becoming the best version of you. This person is here to help you become the best version of you. And it's going to take a lot of humility to be willing to be like, what I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so what's your, the last, like, this is the end of it, but what takeaway do you want people to, or what's mm. your takeaway from this conversation? Or what would you like other people to take away from this conversation? I would just say that we were so low at one point and I felt so much hopelessness and to see dark turn to light, that that's even possible just to realize that no matter where you are, there is hope. If you do the work that's required, you can find peace and happiness in your marriage and that that nothing, uh, you know, as hopeless as we felt there, there is hope and that you can get to a better spot and find peace and happiness in your relationship. Amen. Yeah. And I would also say the other, I don't know, I think it was a month ago or something that I was making another class and it was like about miserable or mediocre, or marvelous marriage, you know? And I, and I was writing it down like, what do you think ours is? Is ours? I mean, I think it's marvelous now, but I was wondering what you'd say. I'm like, do you think it's mediocre or marvelous or um, miserable? And you were like, well, mediocre meaning I don't get to hang out with you as much as I want to. And I thought you were joking. <laughs> I looked at your face and I was like, now he starts laughing and you were dead serious. And I was like, that's one of the coolest things I've heard yet. Like, mm -hmm you actually want to hang out with me. Like, mm -hmm. do you remember how much we used to not want to hang out with each other? Yeah. Yeah. Like we, you'd make every excuse, like I'm on call. I can't go, you know, I can't, you know, mm -hmm. and now it's just way different, way better and mm -hmm. way more like it used to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. So anyway, 
Yep. Thanks for being here with us, guys. Mm-hmm. And hope you've learned something. Remember, seek and expect miracles. Yeah. Anyone can believe that phrase from the prophet. It's us. Like we know that miracles can happen because they definitely happen for us. Yeah. I agree. All right. See you next time.